Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, greetings and welcome everyone. I am Katie Petrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Yes. <laughs> now, just a reminder that Freedom Project Academy, that is our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school is now enrolling students for the fall. All you have to do to get a little bit more information, find out what it's all about, is simply visit freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. And if you want to mention that you learned about all of this from, you know, David and I, uh, you just have to type in educated. We're the ones who sent you. Educated. Yes. Educated. And who was it again who sent them? Mention Edu educated. That's yes. right. Well, today is uh, usually, as always, an unfortunate day where we have to report on stupidity, <sighs> nonsense, tragedy, and just the sad state of being here in the, in the world. And we're going to start in our own home state of Wisconsin, where we have an 18-year-old man, because if you're 18, you're a man then, who showered naked in front of 14-year-old girls. What? At one of Wisconsin's high schools. And you know, hey, it's not a big deal, as according to administrators, because they're just kind of sweeping it under the rug because huh. hey, 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 he identifies as a woman. David. Okay, so it's it's all it's all okay. It's all yeah. okie dokie all in right. their in their books. Okay. Identifies. All right. Wisconsin, what's your problem? Okay, we've just had a lot of stories in Wisconsin, but this one, so four freshman girls at Sun Prairie East High School were changing after a physical education class, and apparently it was in one of the earlier uh, periods in the day, and they're um, showering, okay? Again, four freshman girls, 15, 16? At this point, they're 14 into 15. 14, 15. 15. The girls say, that, I mean, this didn't come out right away. It took some time because they, di they didn't know what to do. They were shocked. Um, the girl said the, the student, the male student, 18 years old, that came into the showers and started showering, uh, he wasn't in the class with them. He just came in. And they recognized him as having one of those guys that identified as female. Yeah, so they, they knew about him. Uh, he proceeded to shower. And um, what happened was apparently he came in and, and faced away from them, but then he turned right toward them and... He's just naked, and I think they were stunned. I mean, that's to me, that's abuse. That's assault. You, they, they didn't know what to do. Yeah. These are young teenage girls, and this is an adult man. Was he, was he 18 when 18, this happened? 18. So, uh, what could go wrong? <laughs> many a thing. So the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty actually sent out a letter talking about this, and they are the ones who are uncovering and giving all the information because the school's kind of like, oh, everything's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. So in that letter, it talks about how the incident incident the happened incident. on March 3rd. So on Friday, March 3rd, 2023, we had four freshman girls at EHS participated in a swim unit as part of their first hour physical education class. After the class, the girls entered the girls' athletic locker room to shower and change for class. David, that sounds like, yep, that's what you would do after yep, having that, swim class. That's okay. what happened. Yeah. Upon entering, they noticed a senior male student in the area containing lockers and benches. It is our understanding this male was 18 years old at the time of the incident. According to the girls, this student was not 
in their first hour PE class they were participating in. And you got to stop right there and say, hmm, hmm, hmm. Why is it, we already know the whole, like, why is he in there to begin with, but why is it that after a first period of the school day, there is a male in the female locker room, and why is he needing to shower if he's not even in the gym class? That's, all, that's also, this is completely, totally intentional by him to get attention so that he can become what? Dylan Mulvaney and the next superstar of the transgender movement? Well, <laughs> Why is he in there who he's not in the class? It's the first period of the day. Well, I'm not even thinking maybe as you are that it's for the attention. Think about, and this I've, I've mentioned this quite a while ago, but the average teenage male, your hormones are, you know, changing. And you are... You are doing things and observing things and growing in your your life and sexuality and understanding. Um, I think he may have. Now I'm just speculating here. I mean, he may not be an authentic person that's actually got gender dysphoria in quotes. Uh, he might actually say, you know, I just want to get aroused by showering naked in front of young teenage girls. It's okay. quite possible. As, yeah. Gross as that is to say, it's plausible. think about the, the average, not all, but the average teenage boy that, you know, you're bored, it just, you just want some action in your life. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Maybe he's plausible. identified yeah. for, for a year or two. Well, the other, the other question is, why was he in there? What class was he supposed to be in? How was, no, was he supposed to be in study hall? And the teacher's like, yeah, you can go take a shower in the girls' room. Why not? Like, where, where should he have been? Well, when you're 18, sometimes kids have less uh, kids. This young man, sometimes you have less credits oh, or less okay. class, classes when you're 18. Maybe he didn't have a first oh, period. See, I don't know. I'm speculating. School, but but the, the whole fact that this happened is disturbing enough. But the school district's response, you want to go for that? Oh, do I have to? No, you don't have to, but you do it so well. No, well, fine. Basically, the long and short, without reading the exact statement from them at the moment, is uh, it's okay because... But we'll handle it. We'll handle it. Yeah. But if you want to read the exact statement-ish, <laughs> I will. Uh, the school district released their statement saying that they stand by the LGBTQIA plus students and staff, taking seriously our responsibility to provide safe, non-discriminatory and inclusive environments for people of all orientations and identities as they reflect our diverse community around us. And also, all children will be safe and loved in our schools. Oh, except that was, that was for, thank you, thank brilliant. you. Except for those four girls. Yes, yeah, so let's hear from the lawyer now and uh, see what he has to say, go ahead. Now, um, that's shocking enough, but what's more shocking is that this school district uh, was totally inadequate in their response. Title IX re re prohibits sexual harassment and requires school districts to offer a number of supportive measures and investigations. But these, these uh, teachers, administrators did not, even, uh, did not even investigate this matter the next week. And when the parents finally started to email about this and call about this, the school district couldn't even identify the policy. No one could tell the parents, what is the rule? What is the policy? And it wasn't even until a month after the incident that the school district actually sat down with the parents. The question is, 
can someone with a penis be in a girl's locker room in a shower? And that is, that's the question that they're unable to answer because they won't answer what is a boy, what is a male, what is a female. Title IX is over 50 years old now. Yeah. It was instituted to protect girls and young women from sexual harassment. It imposes a number of duties on school districts. But when the Biden administration comes into office and they try to water down Title IX by adding gender identity, it's causing confusion among school districts all over the place. Sure. And girls and young women are the victims of all this. That was Dan Lennington of Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Um, Katie, what would our great grandparents think? I, hey, there we go. I got to use it every week, right? Yes. And the way he said it there about the confusion, you notice how who are, who's confused all the time? The students who identify as transgender and the school districts. Yeah. They are the ones who are confused. <laughs> the Moms minority. and dads, yeah. females most of society yeah. we are not confused yep. it's all those though who either one yell the loudest the transgender students or two the school districts the ones who are in charge who have the power to do this but this is why we're, we're trying the biden administration is trying to get rid of title nine in in whatever yeah. its yeah. current like state is where it True. truly does protect women True females story. because Ah, those transgenders. So now we're trying to make it not Title IX for women. It's tr Title IX for mostly men who think they're women. Yeah. We've got to move on from Wisconsin. We're going to go to Vermont. Talk about fifth graders at an elementary school being told to avoid using terms like boy and girl in their health class and replace them with language like person who produces sperm and person who produces eggs what stay with us that's next today's episode is brought to you by freedom project academy take back your kids education fpa's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live on-demand and homeschool courses built on judeo-christian values request your information packet and save 10 percent on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com that's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Universities have been issuing the whole new language dictates, if you will, for some time now. But hey, K-12, they're joining in on the march to insanity because we have the Essex Westford School District Elementary School. Elementary. Elementary, the Founders Memorial School, uh, which just issued a letter by Principal Sarah Jablonski stating that new language guidelines will be implemented. This is in the great state of Vermont where they have maple syrup and a communist in charge now and the leftists well, ben and jerry's yeah oh yeah them too yeah yeah, yeah. well when i say <laughs> communist in charge i mean he's supposed to be representing them in the, the uh. congress but he, anyway uh now the letter that the principal sent out um is addressed to the fifth grade families and caregivers because all those 11 year olds they need to know what language is appropriate and what language is not and that starts with boys and girls that's out. So here's what it says. Um, it's time for our science and health unit about the human body focused on puberty and the human re reproductive systems. In an effort to align our curriculum with our ac 
equity policy. Ah. Teachers will be using gender-inclusive language throughout this unit. With any differences, we strive to use person-first language as best practice. <clears throat> we will be using the following language with students. Person who produces sperm in place of boy or male or assigned male at birth. <laughs> I like how they even can't do the assigned male yeah, at birth. Even that that's in. not good enough because that's what they they just keep going down the slippery slope. And then, you know, that person who produces eggs, that, that's what we're calling what used to be known as like, you know, girls, females, or assigned female assigned at, at female. birth. So here's the question, David. Have, have you ever seen language like this in school? When you were in science class or, you know, health class, reproductive units in biology, wherever, you know, you had learned about the birds and the bees or how humans and other mammals are created, did you have to say um, <coughs> a person who produces eggs or a person who produces sperm? Did you have to do that back in your day? Well, I don't remember because it's been so long back in my day, but I don't believe we had to jump through hoops to just describe what is totally common sense, backed by science, and of course, uh, biblical truth of God's creation uh, in humanity. But, you know, this, this is one of those things. Does this fall under the umbrella of diversity, equity, and inclusion? Oh, sure, because it did say in there the equity policy. Equity. I mean, at least they have an equity policy yeah. to go off of. Justice, mm. but it's not, it's not true justice. No, no, it it's, is not. It's selective, and really, it's not justice for everybody. <laughs> well, and what was interesting then, too, they had to try and cover their back ends because they didn't want, you know, because you can't offend anyone. So they're like, um... Well, we they just did. Well, they yes. <laughs> Anyone who's going to raise a big hoopla about it, really. They said, um, we're working on editing worksheets and handouts to reflect these changes, but you may see some worksheets that have not yet like been changed. So in other words, please don't attack us because we're really doing our darndest to like make it so everything is okay and inclusive in, in your mind. And I know you can't handle like what a, a male and a female are. So please, please, mia culpa, mia culpa. <laughs> this is what they're doing. They also said there's a binder a binder. A what? A binder. Oh, that kind of binder. Yeah, that kind of binder. Okay. Not the chest variety. Okay, all right. In the main office for well. parents to view, and they're supposed to reach out with any questions they have. Here's my question. What's a woman? That's all. Can I read one of the responses just from one person Fine. on Twitter regarding just this? Just one. Just one. Just one response. Are you kidding me? Because it's all in capital letters and an exclamation point. All in capital Stop it. Stop focusing on sex and gender and focus on education in caps. No wonder kids are confused. No wonder they lack grammar skills. No wonder they are lost. They go to school to learn. You can't learn in that word salad environment. Homeschool your kids in Vermont. And we applaud that heartily we applaud. here. We applaud. And at Educated and uh, Freedom Project. And we are thankful for people like that who are just saying enough is enough. It is enough. And it's enough of that story. It's enough. That's so enough. So when we come back, we have a statue of a man in Denmark that's turning heads of, for all, all kinds of reasons. You're going to see it. Just, <laughs> just return and you'll see oh, it. Oh, gosh. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D. -E educated support this show and a great american company
Okay, well, um, you may need to shield your eyes from littles. Warning. Warning. Warning now. Shield your eyes from littles because we're going to take a look at a statue in Denmark. It is a statue. That is kind of in the, the same vein as what a David, a statue of David would be, except it's not as artistic and it's much more horrifying, if, if I put it lightly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this is in Denmark, like the country of Denmark. And uh, Denmark, you know, it used to be known for producing Hans Christian Andersen, you know, and being the birthplace of Lego. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I, I did not know that. a little fun that. fact. Anyway, it's now known for trying to make it seem like that men can birth babies and breastfeed specifically babies um they think they can breastfeed babies and they, there's a statue so that obviously means it's truth we we have a statue of a naked bearded man attempting to breastfeed an infant and it's drawing disapproval on social media for what some critics are calling female erasure the nude figure constructed in 2021 as a self-portrait by oski krylgaard is depicted with exposed male genitals and breasts to which he is holding a feeding baby now, it was used to commemorate International Men's Day in 2021, but now it was placed outside of the Gender Museum. Yeah, say that again. Make sure the everybody understands. Gender Museum in Aarhus, okay. Denmark. And the museum actually used to be called the Women's Museum, but hey, well, <laughs> we can't have anything of women anymore. It has to be inclusive. Gender Museum. Mm. Now, the Gender Museum, of course, defended and justified why we must have Mr. Man Bun out there breastfeeding and of course it has to be a man bun with the beard that's what it was that's the style that they go for and well it's and denmark it's well it's denmark and it's every and it's portland every beta yeah it's every beta <laughs> male out there now they justified the decision to change their name to the gender museum by claiming that gender roles had changed significantly yes beta males uh and that the emphasis of the museum would be focused to shift towards freer expression of all genders of which there's apparently a million so we can never understand and never get any sort of conclusivity of anything because it's just whatever you want whenever you want it um and so as the website states a lot has happened in the relationship between the sexes since the women's museum association saw the light of day i like that term huh men's gender roles and function in society have also changed significantly so what that means that men can breastfeed now that biology has not changed so roles have changed and function in society mm, now yes. i know a lot of there are a lot of working moms and so that means some dads are at home yeah. but but guys again this is delusion we are men do not breastfeed if a human being is breastfeeding a baby that is a biological female mm-hmm all right. Now, now you could manufacture something like this by uh, a woman could. So let's just say that that's a woman that, that has bottom surgery. I'm putting it nicely. And she can have something created to look like a man put on her bottom. But that you can tell the figure, the shape, the, the muscle tone, the shoulders and everything. That's a man's body. Mm -hmm. So breasts on a man's body that actually function as a woman's breast were designed by the creator to function to breastfeed a baby uh-uh yeah david you'll get the best kick out of this now carl guard the one who created this titled the work agape uh, which is uh you know because uh, he's just like what? oh it's a greek word for love so it's just fine it's just love oh, is love, love right love is, love is love you know but what agape uh, is not 
like the sexual love that they are trying to make it into being. Agape is the highest form of love and charity that you have, especially when you're talking about Christianity. Like I learned of agape love when I'm reading C.S. Lewis and how he explained it. So yeah, there's three different types of love. Um, yep. Are you going to read this next guy's quote there? I think that's very interesting. I think you should. I'm not well, a man. Yeah, so um, Seust Bonin sharply condemned the museum's decision to commission and feature the piece in an article published by Crystalite uh, Dagblad <laughs> titled Statue of Breastfeeding Man is a Pedophile's Dream. This is where we're going with this. This is the dumbed-down society. What does he mean by that title? Isn't agape a pedophile's dream? A grown, naked man who enjoys putting a small child up to his nipple for him to suck is, to me, the epitome of what pedophiles dream of. And then she elaborates further on how it's in what kind of zone? Erogenous, erogenous zone, zone for both men and women, mm -hmm. but highlights that whereas the mother satisfied the child's needs, a man being incapable of nursing only satisfies his own needs. And that mm -hmm. this is tying in with that first story we did with this 18-year-old going in and showering naked yep. in front of four freshman girls. You're satisfying your own needs. Me, me, me. Yep. All my feelings. Yep. All right. Well, it's all about me right now because still to come. We have a high school senior in New Orleans who has just shattered the U.S. record for most college offers. It's a pretty cool story. We are going to introduce you to the young man who has received <clears throat> $9 million in scholarships. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us <laughs> after some of the stuff we tackle on Educated. But uh, next headline, New Orleans Senior. This is a good news story. Shatters U.S. record with 125 college offers, 9 million in scholarships. All right, um, Dennis Barnes, he's a senior at International High School of Nolens, set a new national record by receiving like we said, 125 colleges and universities offers uh, totaling more than 9 million. Let's watch this video and you'll find out more. We'll come back and talk about it. At just 16, Dennis Barnes is anything but the average child. He's just a few weeks away from graduating from international high school and he's got a big decision to make. What college will he attend? I have Loyola Marymount University. Well, he's got at least 125 to choose from. It's not normal. I know it's not, of course. According to those around him, that starting point came when he was little. While his mom is proud, she's not surprised. He's always been very inquisitive, um, always on top of everything. Barnes maintains a more than perfect GPA, is dual enrolled at Southern University, and is bilingual. With a resume like that, why apply to so many schools? 
It's all about vision. It's to look at it from a broad spectrum and opening the vacuum very wide so that he can have an array of opportunities. Not only has he been racking up college acceptance letters, his mailbox has been overflowing with scholarships, over $9 million and possibly a new record. As the numbers started getting bigger and bigger, um, my drive was there. It started getting more and more and more. A drive that doesn't seem like it'll dim anytime soon as he gets ready to study computer science. So the school said that Barnes, who's a New Orleans native, applied to 200 schools across the country and plans to announce his college decision on May 2nd. The number of offers Barnes received breaks the previous record documented in the Guinness Book of World Records. So um, that was held by a Lafayette High School senior who received $8.7 million in 2019. So the school is contacting Guinness to make Barnes' new record Officiel. Officiel. And he actually said that he was hoping for $10 because why not? Yeah. This, this should teach you something, teenagers out there. Was it innovative? Listen was up. That what? Insight. insight what, what was that? He, he had a quality. He was being... Intuitive? Intuitive. Was that it? Yeah. Intuitive. Be intuitive. And intentional. And intentional. all the other I-N words. Now, this is what's so fascinating. Children, teenagers, listen up. All you have to do is apply for scholarships. What this man did, this young man, he sat down and he applied. For 200. For 200 schools. Jeez. I'm not saying you have to go for 200 schools, but there are a lot of scholarships out there that no one, they're like, I can never get it. So they never apply, so they never try, and the money sits there. And these like, cr there's crazy amount of scholarships out there. Just try. He, obviously, he has a 4.98 GPA, it says, which is, like, with weighted classes and all that. It's insane. But he is focused on his schooling, and he's doing, like, he's being diligent about his work mm -hmm. and what his future may hold, all right? So he's, he's putting it out there. Just apply. See what happens. You might get $9 million worth of scholarships. So his advice to uh, other students, especially seniors applying for colleges, is to be vigilant. Ah, diligent and vigilant. Yeah, diligent, vigilant, and did you say intuitive? Do be that, be, yeah. yeah, inquisitive. The road to a successful future to plan ahead, network with the college or the collegiate partners, and know if, that if you can see your vision, you can achieve your goal. That's right. And you can achieve your goal, which you just did, because you watched an entire episode of Educated. Hey, you made we it through. We are proud of you. We don't have $9 million to give you. <laughs> but we thank you for being here, because you clearly are a fan of this show. Thank so, you. So, I mean, one more little thing from you. If you could just maybe like, comment, share the video. Share, That'd be share, great. Share. That'd, be, that'd be so nice of you to do. Now, uh, don't forget as well to check out Freedom Project Academy for this upcoming fall for your students so that your students then can That's get that right. $9 million in scholarship. <laughs> All you have to do is go to freedomforschool.com to get started. It's freedomforschool.com. And of course, type in there that educated. educated. We're the ones who sent you. Educated. educated. No one else. Educated. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.